There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined by a BAFTA winner. You get the sense, soon to be an Oscar winner, mm. Leslie Patterson. It's some story of how... A high achiever, Paul. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, all quite on the Western Front. It was her passion project. She somehow got it made, and the gongs are coming in thick and fast. Yeah, but excellent. she's a world champion triathlete as well, so more on that. Andy Smart joined us. Once again, it was the Uppers and Downers um, game in Ashbourne for yeah. Shrove Tide Tuesday. So uh, you'll be in the pub a couple Andy. of times, but other than it's a good sport. We had a very, very exciting celebrity combination lock oh, today. What about uh, it, Paul? Uh, One for the ages. And what else did we do today? Yeah, uh, oh, yes, we spoke to a Newcastle fan whose dog ate his cup final tickets for this weekend. So I think that'll do you. Here it all enough. is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. If you're going to understand what's going on in Ashbourne in Derbyshire, yeah. you really do need to set the scene. We kind of told you everything that's coming up in the show just before the news and sports. So you've got a handle on that. There's plenty to come. Champions League, of course. But there's two lots of live uh, sport we'll keep you in touch with this afternoon. England's women playing in a T20 World Cup game against Pakistan. And we'll have regular updates from Georgie Heath. Um... But also, as we said, we're going to be right across this. It's Pancake Day, Shrovetide Tuesday, and every year Andy Smart, ball runner, comedy store player, cheese chaser, mm. heads to Ashbourne in Derbyshire. He was there last night. They had the big um, dinner. They had the big Shrovetide Tuesday pre-I pre, oh, say yeah. fight, pre-match dinner. It is, they play through the village of Ashbourne. Yeah. It is 400 aside. It's the uppards and the downards. There's a relevance to that and we'll be uh, chatting to Andy very shortly he he plays in it every year so he's right in the thick of it in the hug mm. which is uh, the, the vicinity of the ball look I'm trying to teach you the jargon because I've listened to Andy play it every year he gets some quite amazing commentary when he's in he's like a war correspondent I, I remember it last year I'm quite sure last year was the year he touched the ball well, for the first time ever uh, Andy Smart as we said uh, comedy store player ball runner cheese chaser crester runner taking on another mad uh, feat today in Ashbourne. Hi, Andy. Hi, boys. So, uh, yeah, it's worth giving a little tiny bit of history to this. When does it date back to? Mm. Well, there's uh, a lot of people suggesting it goes back to about 1200. Mm. Uh, so um, back in the 13th century, it would have been played uh, pretty much the same way as it's played today. The ball can be carried or kicked or um, it's, uh, it's, it's a large... Uh, 
oak. It's cork. Made right. of cork. Oh, blimey. Oak would be exciting. <laughs> oak would yeah. yeah. be a bit heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is, it is actually very... I did actually try and kick it once and nearly break my foot. It had uh, been in the river and it soaked up with quite a lot of water. It was uh, very heavy. Uh, it's very dry up. Uh, it's probably the driest I've ever uh, played a game up here. It's, uh, it's uh, the, the, new, the new thing here is they've got a new plinth for throwing the ball up, which they've built in the middle of Shawcross Car Park. Oh, it's, it used to be at one end of Shawcross Car Park, which sort of gave the uppards a bit of an advantage at the yeah. start of the game. What are so the, the uppards and the downards? The relevance of that is what, Andy? Explain briefly. It, it's, if, you're, if you're born to the north of the River Henmore, you're an uppard. If you're born south of the river, you're a downard. And as a and guest goals, player, what's the expectation for you? To, what team do you play in? I'm a downard because I was born in Portsmouth, so that's okay. way south. Of course, yeah, yeah, it's very much down. Down. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, you've just had a lunch. You had the Shrove Tide pre-match yeah, meal. Yeah, they had the Brown Windsor soup and the, the roast lamb, yeah. Uh, the ball's being thrown up today by Paul Cook, who's a member of the NFU, the local farmers' union. Right. Um, and uh, it's a great honour to throw the ball up. Um, and then uh, the balls are actually worth... If you score a goal, you're allowed to keep the ball, and they're worth up to a thousand pounds each. Wow! So, wow. Yeah, and, and you play right through the village, don't you? You play right through Ashbourne. Yeah, um, the goals are sort of a mile and a half either side of the village, so the pitch is three miles long, and they throw the first ball up at two o'clock. If there's no goal scored by ten o'clock, then the police confiscate the ball. Oh. Um, if there's a goal scored before five thirty, they throw another ball up. So you can you can get two goals in the day. It's normally quite a low-scoring affair, isn't it? Over the years, I think we may have had yeah. a two-one. I oh, think that's, right, the, yeah. that's as high as no, it's ever got. You, you've never had never had more than two-nil. No, right. Never oh dear. How, how do we start the campaign to get you to be able to throw the ball in the air, Andy? You've given them a lot of you know <laughs> yeah, advertising yeah. over the years. I think it'd be quite a good uh, thing. No. I'm not local enough. Uh, <laughs> it's a local game for you'll local ne- people. You'll never be it local. Is a local game, yeah. it is, well, Prince Charles has done it, and I saw uh, Jeffrey Boycott's thrown the ball up, and okay. uh, Brian Clough's thrown the ball up once. Wow, okay. So there's an anthem, I understand. When, when you had your lunch just now, there's, there's a Shrovetide anthem that was sung. It was written in 1891, it says, yeah, to, pay, yeah, yeah. to raise funds to pay for the fines for playing the game <laughs> in the street. There are buckets, <laughs> there are people collecting money because people's gardens yeah. get trashed. Oh, right, yes, yeah, so yeah. It can happen. They, they try not to, but it can happen, can't it? It can happen. And they do have a lot of the, the, the players, uh, uh, the ones that are joiners and, and uh, carpenters and glaziers, any damage that, that gets done will be fixed by the weekend. Oh, that's nice, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I'd say yeah. if I had a bit bit wrong in my house and I was on that, I'd smash a few. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You'd invite them in, wouldn't you? They'd have a sign. I'd yeah. break a few well, things before yeah, it. Get them to come off. into your old. Look knackered, what's happened here. Get them to come into your old knackered lean-to that's just held together with gaffer tape, and then yeah. they build you a proper Full conservatory loft conversion. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So, Andy, um, we're going to yeah. be coming back to you in the next hour of the show, um, or maybe we'll try and get back to you just after the game gets underway. And you'll Lovely. be right in the thick of it. Right? You'll do your best okay, to get I'm close gonna, to the I'm ball. I'm going to try and get in. I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd like to touch it again this year. Ooh, yeah. I, I, the well, last two exactly. years, I've your age. So, <laughs> come on. Stop tapping the mid. Tapping, mate. The HUD lines, it never leaves you. So, um, so yes, we look forward to that, Andy. So, people can go to um, Andy Smart on Twitter. 
Um, yeah. If you go and check or, out um, and uh, the other one is uh, Shrove Tide Live. That's right. Uh, yeah, I was about to tell people about that. Well, yeah, I've got that in front he, of me now. Yeah, he does. He he puts up live um, camera footage of it, so yeah, be able to watch. So if you want uh, to the mayhem. follow the carnage of what Andy's about to get involved <laughs> with, absolutely <laughs> mad. Nice one, Andy. We'll catch up with you later. Thanks very much. Lovely boys. Cheers, Andy Smart. They're about to play in the Shrove Tide Tuesday football. Been a live sport for you yes, this actually. afternoon. A um, couple of things to get you going on. Oh yeah, the star turning good Samaritan we've already got one in from Jay Simon from the Kaiser Chiefs yeah Simon the bass player Simon from the Kaiser Chiefs helped me find my keys under a pool table uh, a lock-in one. Oh, that's that's nice. nice. You can only yeah. imagine what would have happened. What you, what would people have predicted if he'd not found <laughs> if he'd not found his keys? So when did the stars turn good Samaritan to yeah. you? Uh, because we will speak to the Warsaw fan who lost his wallet and then got them got it back via uh, Alan Kerbishley, former West Ham manager, player, Charlton Athletic, of course. Uh, we're also after uh, selfies, but not with people. Rupert Bell's just had a selfie taken with Neptune Collange, the well-known racehorse, of course, because he's going. Come on a little bit later on, talk Grand National, bit of Villa, and more. Quinny's uh, sent out a picture today with Frankel, not the real one, the statue. Statue, lovely, yeah. So uh, we're looking for selfies, but not with people and the circumstances they were taken in. I mean, so it was odd things were mascots. Do mascots ever speak to you? They're I mean, not, if they're I, not allowed. But if you've got someone inside, if you go to Disneyland with the kids, oh, yeah. and um, and and suddenly it's sort of Pluto, Mickey Mouse Pluto you're with him. Pluto, Pluto says. I've only got a couple more hours. <laughs> yeah. I, can't have, I can't wait to have a pint. It's so hot. In. I wonder if any of the, the mascots it's ever so hot. the mascots ever said something like yeah, that. To, yeah. Sort of, you know, because it, it's a bit like doing panto. You're working the kids yeah, and the yeah, adults, yeah, yeah. so Waving. you can do a bit. You can work from the blue book for the adults, and the, <laughs> the kids won't get it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, Newcastle fans uh, yes. throughout this week have been anxiously looking at the old uh, doormat. Waiting for those tickets to drop yeah. through the letterbox. Mm. Uh, Lo- loads of on an app these days, of course. Well, this is, know. yeah. I mean, we'll come on to this with our things. next guest because he, he, dog can't eat your phone, although some dogs, <laughs> you know what they're like. <laughs> but that's the thing. It does seem odd. You know, all this new technology. Yeah, yeah. there you are with your old paper tickets for a cup final. But yeah, spare QR a code, Paul. Do you, do you trust the QR code oh, I, I, when you get the QR? Is that it? Is that well, that's my my Spurs season ticket yeah, is a QR yeah. code. So uh, and a touch wood, you know, typical. It, it's always worked so far. Anyway, um, but paper tickets for the the Carabao Cup final. Alan Carling is a Newcastle fan. He got back from uh, uh, the game the other day uh, to find shredded tickets on the doormat. <sighs> he joins us now. Hi, Alan. Hey guys, you're right. Yeah, yeah good, thanks, not so Alan. bad, Alan. So yeah, that's well, that was basically you. You came in. You've uh, who's the offending dog? What oh, what sort of yeah. dog have you got? Uh, um, he's he's called Rudy. He's mm. a golden retriever. He's uh, he's only eleven month old. Oh, right, so Rudy. Very much going through a phase where he's chewing everything and everything. Yeah, they like. And that, did you they? know when you saw when you came in? Did you, you did you know straight away that it was the ticket? Pretty much straight away, yeah. I could see like the green of the of, of the ticket, and oh. I could make out Carabao, and uh, oh. it was um, oh, yeah. <laughs> hologram. You've got to laugh, honestly. You've got to <laughs> little hologram and his poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't quite go Gillian McKeith yeah. uh, yeah. uh, forensically the piece the ticket back together again, having run it under the tap. It's not going to happen, is it? Really? Um, He's not a Sunderland fan, is he? Your dog? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I'm, I'm questioning his heritage. I got him from somewhere in Wolves End in Newcastle, but um, I'm starting to think he might have been there. Uh, 
over, yeah. over Macamland. Agent Mowbray. Yes, yeah. he's the breeder. He's the breeder. <laughs> so, um, look, you've got a bit of time to get duplicates. Has everything more or less been sorted out or, or not? Yeah, so I had a little wait. Obviously, it, you know, the, the incident happened on the Saturday and I had to wait till the box office opened on Monday. But I was first in line, called them up and explained the situation. NASA's the come down. Um, when I spoke to the, the last at the box office, she seemed a little bit bemused. She was mm. a little bit unsure. She was like, you know, it sounds like the biggest cliche in the world saying that my dog's ate it. Mm. Um, but then there was a, a lad in the back office who popped through and said, like, oh, are you, are you, the, are you the lad with the, the dog's eating the tickets? He's like, yeah, I've just seen you on Facebook, actually. He, 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 knew, he knew all about it and he was fully understanding. He's, um, he's managed to sort us out some, uh, some tickets that I'll be collecting on Sunday. Mm, oh, right. good stuff. Did you I take mean, the dog down with you? Yeah, <laughs> you tell him. <them. laughs> no, no, the, the, the dog's definitely in the doghouse. He'll not be coming anywhere near. Anywhere with me. Poor lad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it does seem odd that it's not uh, a code anymore, isn't it? I mean, they'd probably be anxious for people not to transfer them. It seems weird that you don't get maybe sent a paper ticket and a, and a code as well that you can use. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, being a Newcastle fan, I haven't seen too many cup final ticket um, so I, I would have thought that there might have been like a, a, a digital code that mm. we could have sent but yeah. again you know when it's coming down to tickets being transferred to other people and stuff like that they've probably just gone this way so yeah. it is just paper tickets I was quite surprised at it but you know it's it's understandable when you think about it. it uh, most people, most season ticket holders at St James's managed to get a ticket for this game. You get a bigger allocation for League Cup than you do FA Cup, and we've never had any sort of trouble getting League Cup generally, but I don't know how many more season tickets you've got than Tottenham. But have, uh, have, you, have you had many disappointed fans who didn't have enough points, or has everybody more or less got one? I think I think the club put out that there was 97% of the tickets for the final did go to season ticket holders. Mm. Um, there's obviously some who wanted them, weren't able to get them. Some people didn't qualify. I was one of the lucky ones. I'm not a season ticket holder, so I entered in a ballot. Mm. Um, bearing in mind, I've, I've, I'm, I am a member of the club. I've not missed a single game um, this season. So, you know, I, mm. I, still, I still consider myself very lucky to, to get one of these tickets and... You know, it added to the heartache just a little bit more when I saw it all in fact yeah, on the floor. <laughs> you realise if you win Sunday, that's it. You have to, uh, the dog has to be every single ticket now. Let's get, yeah. It's going to be, become lucky. You're going to have to lay every them on single the map, time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, I, I still don't think I'm going to put myself through uh, through through this every single every single week. Um, you know, like I could have done without it. I would have much preferred to have the ticket in my hand, up high on a shelf, out of harm's yeah. reach. But um, yeah, I've still got like the the nervy kind of um, trip down to London to to pick up my ticket um, before I'm allowed in. I think only when I've got them tickets in my hand, I'll be happy. Ah, you'll be what's, all right. What's the uh, what's the dog called? What's his yeah, name? Rudy, wasn't it? Uh, he's, Rudy. He's, he's called Rudy. Oh, Rudy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, right, stop. Okay. So you would say stop your messing around. I thought it might have been. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the way to do it. Exactly. <laughs> that's his message. Uh, I thought it might have been called Jackie or something like oh, that. Yeah, or Bobby. We, I thought you might Jack. have gone. Oh, well, Tied, well, Tied, when we got him, uh, he, he was, you know, the the wife wanted to call him Bruno, but I thought, nah, you know what, he doesn't doesn't quite look like a Bruno. Yeah, Philippe. Uh, 
Yeah, Philippe. We settled on. Settled for Rudy. Philippe. <laughs> David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. David. Joel Linton. Golden Retriever with that long hair. Chat, definitely. Shouting that over the park. Joel Linton. <laughs> Joel Linton. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Started out as a rubbish dog, but gave a really good one. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just shifted his position he, in the pack. He, he did. That's right. That's all he had to do. He could go slightly further in the pack. So, um, how are you feeling about the game? Confident? Um, well, we've seen a little bit of a downturn in form for, yeah. for Newcastle and, you know, it's like Manchester United seem to be going in a complete opposite direction. They're very much on the uh, ascendancy. Um, so, you know, I, I can't say that I'm massively confident of a result, but until Saturday, um, you know, we were going into games and we just, we weren't losing. Mm. And, you know, it, it's a good point to make if you're going into a final and you're not going to lose, there's only going to be one outcome at the end. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm still I'm massively hopeful. We've got Bruno Guimaraes coming back in, um, and he he does really make us tick. I would hate to say that we're a one-person team, um, but he he really is like he he's the linchpin of our team. He links everyone up, and everything flows so much more fluidly when mm. he is playing. I mean, cup, cup final appearances, though, uh, Alan, that's the problem. And every time Newcastle get to Wembley, even going back to the Liverpool game in the 70s, they just don't turn up, no, really. Don't happen, you don't get it? strange. It's, we've got to go over that hump first and put in a put in a great, yeah. memorable performance, haven't they, really? They have, yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak for the you know the, the fans who managed to see us kind of fall short in the, in the 70s and stuff like that. Um, you know, I was only able to see the... The you know the the FA Cup finals in in the late nineties really, yeah. um, but it, you know it's, it's far in my memory. I'm only thirty three, so this this really is you know this this is the time. This is a, a new it's a resurgent Newcastle United, um, and you know the feel good factor has been there all season. It's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, everyone's so full of faith and hope, and you know the, the good times are back. Admittedly, we're in a cup final. I think a little bit too early. For us, I think no. I don't think anyone would have expected we to hit a final straight away. But the team have clicked. Eddie Howe's done a fantastic job. He's turned players' careers around. You mm. know, Joel Linton, Miggy Almiron. Um, he's even getting a, a really good tune out with Sean Longstaff, who you know he's he's an honest lad. He's you know he's from North Shields, and he he leaves it all out there. Not to mention Dan Byrne. Um, what a guy! What yeah. a guy! Um, well, just, just looking at his trophies won, Eddie Howe's trophies won. He, he's won the championship in fourteen fifteen. That's the only trophy he's ever won. So, an LMA manager of the year. LMA manager. LMA manager of yeah. the year. If you want to get in the mood on your way down for the game, <laughs> uh, we had George Colkin on last week, who's put together uh, a special podcast. He interviewed Sir Bobby Robson shortly before his death, uh, and it would have been his 90th birthday, as you know, at the weekend. And I was listening to the first part yesterday. It's absolutely brilliant. It's good, is it? It just goes right back to Bobby's youth, talking about working uh, when he first became a player, basically working down the pit like yeah. his dad and his uncles had. He was an electrical engineer and telling the story of what it was like having to work down there. But it's a fascinating listen. If you're looking for something to play, I mean, obviously listen to talk sport, but if you've got a spare five minutes, check out this Bobby 90 podcast uh, it's it's like a time capsule listening to him speak is, yeah fantastic it's absolutely brilliant it'll get you right in the mood get you all emotional I'm sure before kick off uh, oh, I, I probably won't need any help to get uh, no. any more emotional to be if I'm going to be completely honest but it's definitely it's definitely on me um, on my list yeah. I have seen it on on, uh, on Spotify yeah. and uh, definitely something that I'll be sitting down to, to have a good listen to because um well, I'm not even a Newcastle fan here. Yeah, put a lump in my throat it's fantastic yeah, great stuff, good stuff brilliant well look 
Have a lovely day. I'll enjoy the day. You, you and the family have fun. Give our best yeah. to Rudy. And, uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> join the match. I will do. Thanks very much, lads. Take care. There we are. So there is the man himself, Alan Carling. Yeah. A happy ending to that story. It's not still the Carling Cup, Paul. Same, you know, yeah, it would have been, 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 yeah. been lovely, wouldn't it? It would have been a lovely little tie-in. I felt that bit more personal. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. We've asked you this afternoon for Tales of the Stars turning uh, Good Samaritan. Yeah. We will chat to the Warsaw fan who's lost his wallet and had it returned to him by Alan Kerbishley with a little note from Kerbs. Very kind of him. Um, a few people have been in touch. Uh, the lads, the man who had his wallet returned by Kerbs, um, hoping Ian Dowie will return it next time he loses it. <laughs> if so, he should be careful what he wishes for, <laughs> says Stu, up a ladder in Bournemouth. Thank you, Stu. And Dan in Wilmslow, a few months back, saw a loose dog running around on the main road, got out of the car to try and catch it, and as I ran towards the dog, Dion Dublin was running towards me, also trying to catch the dog. Was it Dion's dog? I don't know. That We don't know. Okay. We you turned... that bit of the story. I, I call you a star, Charlie, but you turned oh, yeah. Good Samaritan to another star from the world of writing, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't you? know who it was. I was leaving work here, yeah. and uh, someone left also left work with black, black curly hair. Yeah. I thought, I recognised that. I don't know. It wasn't Dr. Robert Winston. I was yeah. thinking, who is that? Who is that? He got in the car. As he got in the uh, taxi, his phone fell out under the wheel of the taxi. You spotted this. I was like, stop. Yeah. Knocked on the window, stop. Got the, got the phone, gave it back to him. And I was like, I recognise this guy. I don't know who it is. I recognise it. I've just got it. was Stephen Moffat, the, the writer Who's of writer. Doctor Who. And you've been in Doctor I've Who. I've been in Doctor Who, Paul. I was the fat one. <laughs> Times have changed. I Hashtag did, Road Doll. <laughs> Couldn't be I did called ask, that anymore, could you? I did ask for a character name, but they said you don't need one. <laughs> we know who we mean. You met a grisly end, didn't you? For I the Doctor Who yeah, yeah. Don't spoil it. I don't want to oh, spoil it people, for people who might be watching the whole thing back. No, but people write to me now and again say, "Can I have a thing, a signed thing? Or really? Send me a can't photo. Like, I'm, can, a, I'm a card. I'm an action card. Can't you go to conventions I'm like a top Trump? You could milk it, couldn't you? Dude? I don't want it. Doctor Who's Charlie Baker. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Very really low level. <laughs> Wouldn't be a long queue. There's a game tonight between uh, Concord Rangers and Canvey Island. Yeah. Which is the Canvey Island derby. I had no oh, idea lovely. they Concord were in Canvey I've Island. I've been to Concord. I've never been to Canvey Island. I've been to Concord Rangers. Well, you Rangers have been to Canvey Island because that's where yes, Concord well, play. I've never been to Canvey FC. Okay, right. Um, been to Concord Rangers away. We won 1 0. There's only two teams in Canvey. Yeah, it was, but it's great. It was a great little ground. Yeah. Really, I had a really good time. Really good social club and everything as well. Sam Besson was playing for him that day. He had an absolute, absolutely brilliant game. Wow. But, uh, okay, they, well, they well, what a night yeah, of football we are. got. I don't know if Farnborough in action. I'm guessing not because Andy Smart is in the thick of it at the uh, Uppers and Downers football match 400 aside in Ashbourne in Derbyshire I watched the game start just now I've been looking at Shrove Tide live the ball went up uh, let's cross to Andy now see if he's anywhere near the ball Andy what's happening? <laughs> yeah the ball went up at four minutes past two and it's now tracked up against the wall directly opposite the plinth oh. uh, it, uh, a lot of this happens early on in the game where it gets trapped up against an object like a wall or a fence uh, there's people on top of the wall trying to get the ball up and over and into the housing estate but it's all a bit uh, it's all a bit of mayhem a lot of people are obviously very fit still hmm. they haven't got tired yet so the, 
there's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be up against this wall for a good 10, 15 minutes. There's somebody, there's a guy in a yellow top. I can see him. I'm watching the pictures. He's, <laughs> trying, to, he's trying to push everybody back so they can get the ball out. Oh, but it seems nice that no idea. one's really listening. No, <laughs> he's just fallen off the wall now. Oh, is he? Oh, I, I, I'm just about to see him. I'm slightly in delay. Off how, he goes, how, yeah, he's just fallen how off How physical the wall. is it allowed to get, Andy? How physical are they allowed to, are they allowed to get well, each there, other? Well, there are no rules apart from uh, where you're not allowed to play. Uh, the areas you're not allowed to play. Um, so uh, I think there is one rule that you're not allowed to kill anyone, but it, right. some old scores. <laughs> That's a new rule, hello, isn't the it? They've just, they've just brought way. that in. Hello, they just, hello. Yeah. The ball's making a break towards me oh, now. Go on, Andy. Get it. Go on, Andy. Live on air. See if you can get there. Live on air. Can you get any? Can you get closer to the get ball? I'm looking for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going in now. I'm going go in. Go on, Andy. Go on, Andy. Get go in on, there. Get right in. I'm trying to look at Andy. Get that cork ball. See if I can see him. I mean, I've got my hand up. I've got a blue. Jumper on a blue. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if they're following the ball. I th- oh yes, I think I can see that arm, that telescopic yeah. arm. I can see you. Uh, I can't get near the ball. Oh, Dan has got it moving. All oh, right, we're off. It's become a leisurely stroll. Yeah, you um, can um, you can watch this from Shrove Tide Live. Yeah, that's right. I'm just, I've got it on to. there now. No, I'm saying Charlie, to yeah, the yeah, listener. Yeah, that's right. So they know what we're uh, yeah. What we're so talking um, about. they seem yeah. to be basically it's like a lot of people leaving a packed football ground. <laughs> And yet there's people, <laughs> trying does. to get out of Wembley to people that train station. It looks like everybody queuing for the train at uh, Wembley Park, really. But there's <laughs> like, it's a sport. I'm about I'm about ten feet away from it now. Wow. Right, okay. Have, um, you had, have you had a pancake today at all, Andy? No, 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 no. Um, I'm looking forward to that. later. I'm having one. I'm staying at Callow Hall, which is a lovely. I'm staying in a treehouse there, and they've promised me a pancake if I touch the ball. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, a phrase you'd. No. Yeah, I'm staying in a treehouse, and I'm yeah. not going pan- to touch oh. the ball. Oh, what's happened? Oh. In we go. He's gone, lads. Oh. 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 You're getting too old oh. for this, Andy. You're 61 too years much. old, mate. There's my hand. There's my hand. Oh, yeah, there's a hand. Yeah, there he is. I'm about five foot from the ball. Man down, man down. Oh, oh, man down. Drama in the extreme. Is our old friend Nigel. Oh, just fantastic. Back off. Oh, I've got my jacket. You're on my jacket. Back off. Back off. Someone's down. Someone's down. Okay, let's let's say we're all okay. Andy, we'll come back to you later. Why is no one at work when I watch this? I always think. This is Andy Smart. They're live. Oh, from someone's the shoe just gone in the tree. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> someone's shoe's just gone in the tree. Back to you. Back to you later, Andy. Thanks very much. All right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Visual. Oh, the humanity. But you can't kill anybody, so that's oh, that's, that's all good news. Love. Why is no one at work there, Paul? Yeah. They a day off for that, are they? Is that? Um, I was in Battersea High Street many years ago and it started raining uh, like a biblical shower. Okay. A young northern lad said, here, pal, stand under this umbrella. I turned round and it was Gary Barlow. Oh, wow, we Out of take that. Look, whatever he said, whatever he did, he didn't mean it. Well, well he okay. clearly did because he let him go under his brolly. <laughs> and uh, he was recording nearby and had popped out for some snacks. Yeah, uh, says nice. Terry the Super Hoop. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, this sounds like the plot of a Hollywood movie in itself. Uh, triathlete yeah. um, entering races to win the prize money that allows her to keep optioning one of the most uh, famous um, war novels yeah. of all time. A passion project to remake All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, years and years of rejection from different people and studios, but still keep reoptioning, which costs an absolute fortune yeah, to yeah, 10, yeah. 15 grand every year or so. Keeps entering uh, triathlons to do that, partly to do that. And in the end, they get the film made. It's a box office smash, yeah. it's a Netflix smash, of course, and uh, picks up seven BAFTAs and is up for an Oscar as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's all true. And uh, Leslie Patterson joins us now. Hi, Leslie. Hi, how are you guys? Yeah, good. very good. What, what an inspiration for yeah. anybody else out there who's, who has a passion project like you, whether it's in film or anything else, to to stick at it. Look, there's no guarantees, and for everybody like you that, that get, finally gets the film made and it all works out, there's others that it doesn't. But um, inspiring stuff. But that was I've, I've kind of summed up your story, didn't I? Didn't I? I would think. Yeah, I think I, think I should just go home now. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been honestly, it's been a crazy, a crazy, crazy journey. But I think at the heart of it all is um, staying true to your passion and your why and never giving up on that and that being the driving force. And, you know, I I did that in my sporting career and, you know, I've, I've now done that in my film career. And I think probably the biggest thing that I've learned in all of this is if you focus on the process and not on the outcome, then Every everything is a success, mm. even do you know what I mean? Because you know, you, you can't control the outcome, yeah. but you can control the excellence of your craft, whatever that might be. Mm. That's a very you, good point. you you co-wrote the script. The film I, the film is fantastic. I watched it over Christmas. Not the traditional Christmas fair, but I, I thought it was a, <laughs> yeah. it's an amazing it's an amazing film. Um and I was a big fan of the the original film and in, and indeed the book read it, read it years ago. And um, it's in German. I mean, I take it the script was written in English. Did it need much adaptation um, for? I mean, yeah. apart from just a straight translation. No, well, well, you know how it started. Obviously, is my my partner Ian Stokel and I, uh, my writing partner at the time, we you know optioned that material right sixteen years ago, and then mm. we 
did a, a ton of research um, and then adapted it into a screenplay. It, you know, that took us a, a solid 18 months to two years to kind of figure out how we wanted to do it, what our approach was, because the book is it's absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, poetic book, uh, told from the other side, of course, told from the German perspective. But, you know, we felt we needed, a, a you know, to not update it is the wrong word, but 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 sort of see it through our lens that we now sit, because when the novel was written, of course, it predated World War Two. So we wanted to put some kind of historical context in it. Uh, and so, you know, if you haven't watched the film already, then and, and I know you guys have, but there's there's a storyline in there about the armistice, the, the, the reparations that Germany had to pay, the last six hours of the war, elements like that that, mm. we, that we put into it. Um, and then, of course, went on this crazy journey and finally found the perfect guy in Edward Berger, who... Mm had read our script along with Malta Grunier, um, our wonderful producer. And, you know, they really loved our script. And then Ed um, really wanted to do a, a, a pass on the script himself and infuse it with that German sensibility because it's such a national treasure to them. Mm. So what he did is he took some elements of the book and put it back in and just refine that German sensibility, um, you know, that, that you can really, you can feel that authenticity in the film. Mm. And that was obviously incredibly critical. So it was a real wonderful collaboration with Ed. Uh, and then of course it was, it was translated too, but given the fact that he is a co-writer and a director, it's sort of perfect because here's, here's this, you know, visionary that knows exactly how they see the film also, uh, you know, having a hand in writing it as well. Yeah. So, you know, just an honour, to be honest, to, to work with someone of that talent. The, the original title of the book is Nothing New in the West, isn't it? Which, and All Quiet on the Western Front seems a more romantic, poetic title. And I, and I think you've managed to avoid romanticising romanticizing that, that period of, of history. Oh, it's pretty, it is a brutal. Uh, yeah, it's a brutal very brutal. Yeah. Did, did, did you have to wind it back at all or did you always say more, more? Um, you know what the book is actually even more brutal in mm. terms of you know what it uh, what it reveals what it talks about uh, in terms of the devastation mm. the death the destruction so you know even although ours is brutal it's actually dialed back from the book but one of the most important aspects that Edward really dug into was the fact that you know he comes from from a country germany that is filled with shame uh, about the, you know the previous wars and so what was critical was that this was not a story about a hero it was not about yeah. an adventure um you know and, and that betrayal of the youthful generation the mm -hmm. patriotism with which they went into the war and then they were just you know shocked and devastated so all of those aspects were were really important um but you know i will say this i think the beauty of the film well there's many reasons for this of course amazing freaking crew that came together um but the fact that there's an outside in perspective from ian and i uh coming from another country yeah. and reading book and appreciating it from the outside and then the inside out perspective that ed brought uh of authenticity and the german message so I, you know, maybe that's why it strikes a chord to mm. the the wider masses. Um. So yeah, congratulations on the on the BAFTA the other night for adapted screenplay. You got yes. the, the Oscars 
next and uh, I know you've got some other projects and this took I mean at one point Daniel Ratcliffe was on board but you couldn't get the money it was going to be made from a a, a British uh, maybe a British perspective at that stage but didn't get made and there's so many stories along the way of it nearly getting made and not but I would imagine doors will open now won't they it should be a bit easier yeah, to get the yeah, meetings totally. well I think the most important thing here is that that yeah as you say the doors open you just have to make sure that you have a lot of other stuff because it's always what's next. So now I, I write and produce with my husband, Simon, and uh, we have about, gosh, we have about eight different projects and mm -hmm. development, from TV to to features, to projects in Scotland, one in Ireland, one in Africa, you know, across the board. So, um, you know, so that when you get in the room, because you get the meeting, you get in the room, you have to sell yourself, you have mm -hmm. to sell your projects and maybe they, they want to bring you on as a writer on one of their projects. So, it's it's a very relational business and so that's where I think you know my sporting background and Simon's background in psychology really helps because it it tells anyone that we're we want to work with hey listen these guys have the goods they've proved mm. themselves in another industry uh, they have the dedication and the wherewithal and they have the, the, hopefully the intellect that uh, you know we want to work with yeah. them Brilliant. Well, look, we wish we wish you well at the Oscars, uh, Leslie. It's a fantastic film. It's a, it's a great story. Are yeah. you any more triathlons for you, or have you, have you retired officially now? Well, do you know what? My dad asked me last night, but it's in your soul. Do you know? What I mean, mm. I love to get mm. out there. Uh, you know, especially I love a good a good a good race out in the hills in Scotland. Mm. So I don't think I'll ever give that up. And I'm not one of those people that draws a line in the sand because what if I just want to jump into a race? You know, I don't yeah. want to then. Be good old stu studio boss, wouldn't it? Saying, uh, "Well, look, we'd like to make this film," and you'd say, "You could say they don't know your background." Well, I'll race you around the block yeah. to see who wins. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, I'll I'll swim, swim the other side of that pond. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've done that many a time, and it's a wonderful way to get to know these top guys. Is, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, when they when you get out in the bike and you drop them, then they're like, "Oh, maybe I'll listen." To it. <laughs> Fantastic. Good to talk to you, Leslie. Thanks, Leslie. Congratulations. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Lads. All right, cheers, bye. bye. Leslie Patterson, there, co-writer of All Quiet on the Western Front. It's yeah, it's a, honestly, it's it's a, a, you know, as the as was the original, as is the book, it is brutal stuff. Well, it's about the First World War, but it's, it's brilliantly shot yeah. and very powerful and uh, recommended. Just the the in, insanity and the the waste of it all just oh. comes through the at the end when 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 you know we're close to the armistice and yeah. he says we've still got time for one more. Yeah, I know. you know, and you sort of go. Oh. Gosh. It's pretty, yeah. It's it, it's uh, it's powerful stuff. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, a celebrity combination lock, Adam. We're going to ask you to play huge, that. Adam, it's, huge. it's a very simple game. Let's just give you the intro first, and then we'll explain the rules. Welcome to Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby and Lock Keeper Charlie Baker. Yes, here we go then. Another don't knock the lock, Paul. What well, don't we what knock? Don't we knock the lock? The lock. Yeah, it's uh, very simple. Our assistant producer Jamie has got some fetid gym kit in a locker. Oh, he it can't stinks. take it out. It's oozing out the side of the locker. <laughs> he can't remember the combination. He went out, and got ailed up after yeah. he'd set a new combination. Now can't open it. Can't do it. So it um, we need to get into it for him because uh, people are. It's a health and safety yeah, hazard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've all played it. Adam, uh, Tommy Walsh off ground force. Kel Spellman, City supporting. Actor, Martin Afire, John Richardson, Al Murray, Rob Orton, Lloyd Griffith, Chesney Hawks, off the one and only, yeah. Bob Mortimer, Ray Bradshaw, John Ketley, Josh Widdicombe, and Sue Pollard. Sue Pollard, of course. To name top, just top a few. Level. All you have to do, Adam, is, is tell us the four numbers that will hopefully open the lock. We can 
give you a, a clue. We had three numbers. Three I, 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 I know what this is. I know the phone is. I pay very careful attention. I'm just wondering, what, 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 what do I get if I open it? Like, what, what is it? We Why is it in my interest yet. to help we, you? We haven't we worked that we, out We yet. thought, because it was celebrity-based, we didn't really have a prize lined <laughs> up. Just, we were, just, just you can go, I opened the lock. Add yeah, it to just, your list of achievements, Kudos. Adam. Kudos to I d- you. I don't know whether that's enough for me to give you these more. A talk sport hat. Do you want the talk sport hat? I'll have a talk sport hat, yeah. Talk sport, hat. talk sport goodie bag. Yeah, goodie bag. There, there we, we are. There you, there. We are. you can wear that on the podcast. Lovely stuff. So, um, we need. Uh, do, you, do you not need to know the, the, the three numbers and the three that are in the current? He's paid attention. 0336. He Rob says he Horton doesn't said. need it. He's, he's paid attention. Paul. Oh, okay. Don't knock the lock. Let's try them. So, Give us your four numbers, Adam. It's 0306. <sighs> Let's have a go then. Let's Put find out in. what the numbers were that Adam said. Zero three zero six zero three zero those in. There we are, just putting those in now. Is that the combination? Yes, Yes! yes! He's opened the lot of stinks, the kit stinks gone! The lock's open! There it is! Well done! You have paid attention, Adam! Wow, Adam, congratulations! Adam Rowe! There's some bloke who emails us uh, every, every week. week and he oh, says, I know it. It's 03061. Has anybody get it right? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> it's open. The lock. I was beginning to think it wouldn't open, Paul. Yeah, that's right. We've been to wow. people you've seen off. You've seen off Sue Pollard. There's a claim to fame. <laughs> Although she didn't know what the heck was going on when she came in and played it. Oh, 0306, 0306 was the lock. Well, congratulations. It's, um, there we are. So there is no cash prize. There's no prize. A TalkSport goodie bag. So yeah, talk our producer will bag. put that yeah, together. We'll put that together for you and Adam. send that to you I'm so sure I, think, I mean you could say this is the end of the series but I think what we do we just set a new combination new combination <laughs> Jamie goes out gets he held up again, again sets a new combination what a forgets nightmare what it for is him. locked that, his bike up no, oh no that's it he can't yeah, yeah. get anywhere as long as I get to go like 27th next time as well oh, so yeah. I've got all the information yeah. now maybe you start next time yeah. that's a nice idea that's isn't a, it yeah. yes yeah that's okay get you back yeah. on Adam and you start kick us off next yeah, that, time that's a good idea start for the second leg of the Real Madrid game yeah. Well, look, congratulations. Uh, have a word. Wow, have a word. Podcast it. goes from strength to strength as you do big live shows and yeah, everything. Magic. Yeah, things are doing well. I've got um, a stand-up special that went out a couple of weeks ago on YouTube called Imperious, but I'm releasing another one uh, this Friday. It's called Adam Road Juicy, and that goes out on the Have a Word Pod channel. So if you're into your stand-up, Imperious is already there. And Friday this week, brand new special. Nice one. Cheers, Adam. Congratulations. Thanks, Thanks well very much. Yeah. Adam Rowe's done it. Six months that combination's lasted. Six Paul. months. That stinking months. kit's been in there. Yeah. Six months. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, it's not worth, just throw it away. It. Don't wash it. It's not worth washing. <laughs> It'll got... ruin the other rest of your washing. Yeah, it would do it. Because that nylon, it even holds you can't the... put it in just on, on its own. You're just going to have to throw it away. It holds the stink. The it's nylon. a nice vintage Watford shirt, oh. but it started to rot. Ah, not nice. What a nightmare for him. So anyway, what, will we bring it back with a new combination? Yeah, new we have com- a break, sure, a new couple com- of weeks oh, break, okay. and then like we'll it. come back with a new series. Okay. No, you always have to have a couple of weeks yeah. off. The host you know, goes to Tara Molinos or whatever, okay. and then we That's come nice. back, we go again with a well, new... Perhaps we'll pilot a couple of other things in the next couple of weeks. New combination, oh, yeah. same rules. Don't need to play it next week. We'll play it We'll play it, uh, Yeah, when you come back. Yeah, okay, you want to nice, do a couple yeah. of pilots, do you? A couple of pilots, A couple perhaps. of on-air pilots. Yeah, that'd be okay. nice. Well, there we are. The lock has been opened by a comedian Wowie. and Liverpool fan. And maybe that's a good omen ahead of tonight's game yes, against Real Madrid. combination. 
So that was the end of that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We will go back to Andy. Yes, okay. uh, Andy Smart, who's playing in the upwards and downwards game, we'll check in with uh, him. Uh, we've got thousands of um, thousands of texts uh, coming. Also, I asked for people, the last goal people scored. Yeah, that's we were right. T- we were talk- you didn't want to see that, did you, Well, Paul? no, it wasn't that, that it's interested. Just, we've got 60 or 70, and they're all quite long. <laughs> and they're all quite long. So if oh, you want well, to spend right, the next I'll three quarters one. of an hour reading out, give us your favourite, Nick Charlie. Kipri, last goal I scored was first game back after breaking my foot. Ran, switched the ball from the right to the left winger, ran the length of the pitch to get on the end of his cross to score. Well done, Nick. You never know when it's going to be your last one, Paul. Yeah, now that no. is very true. Spanking a volley from a corner skulls esque but arguably better <laughs> this is Ryan in Norfolk five minutes later busted my knee and awaiting an MRI I'm 37 that could literally be my last competitive goal yeah. great way to finish it's true. your career it would be, be like, wouldn't you it you've know. got to look at every moment in life as if it could be your last exactly, goal that, that is very true and that's the lesson I was trying to teach with yeah. that text topic that's true savour every moment savour every goal don't treat anything don't save anything for best Paul no just wear it wear the nice perfume Paul <laughs> Use the nice crockery. Really? Yes. But what happens, what are you then, saving it what happens for? if you do stick around and you need something for best? No, you don't need anything for best. Do you? It's good. Just, it's fine. You've got the nice stuff. Is that how you live your yeah, life? Yeah, you've got to go for it. Go get it, Paul. Is that... <laughs> It's fantastic. Go get I'd it. I'd love to see you doing your TED Talks. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Charlie yeah. Baker, go get it, TED. You become some sort of yeah, some guru. guru. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? I could see you as a guru, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. You're a right chancer. Don't save anything for best. Yeah. There we you are. could pull it off because you are a right yeah, chancer. Yeah, right. I, really I could, could see you there, really couldn't you? Pull the wool over. How do you think Charlie I've got this Baker, job? <laughs> Charlie Baker signing copies of his new book, Go Get It. Yeah. The Charlie Baker Philosophy. Yeah. It would be fantastic. Baker's Dozen, the Grab top it. 12 tips. Yeah. Top 12 13, tips. 13, of course. Well, I know. But you'd make it 12 yeah, because... Yeah, 14, I'd make it. 14. 14, <laughs> that's right. Go the anyway. Extra, go in the extra mile with Charlie Baker. So look out for that. I've given Charlie an idea. He won't be there here long. He'll be, he'll be on that circuit. Millions they make. Millions. He'll be on that circuit. There so, um, throughout the afternoon, uh, Andy Smart once again has been playing in the uh, Shrove Tide Tuesday football in Ashbourne in Derbyshire. He's played every year. He's been playing for hundreds and hundreds of years. 400 aside. The upwards versus the downwards, depending on which direction you live in. Um, it's normally a low-scoring affair. Let's see if there's been any scoring as yet. Where is the ball? Close to the hug. <laughs> close to the bug. Where it, the bug. The hug where it's all going on. Andy Smart. Good afternoon again, Andy. Afternoon, boys. I, you actually caught me in the pub. I was just. I'm about to run out. I'm about to run out. It's still in the car park. It hasn't, it's actually moved uh, 50 yards from where it started oh, wow. over the last... Sounds it's like the first half of Tottenham West Ham on Sunday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn me. And I, I'll tell you what, I wish some of them had worn their best perfumes in that hug. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely saved it for best, yeah. Does it, he must get a bit acrid in there, I would imagine, with all these yeah. sweaty yeah. bodies fighting for the and ball. The, and the, when it, it, it was uh, stationary uh, over by one of the trees on the way to the fish ponds, and... Uh, there was so there was so the hug was so tight that oh the ball's up oh oh it's, no it's back down again okay, um, okay. that's that passes for excitement I mean he could be just standing in the pub at the bar oh yeah the ball's up no no who knows? it's down again no, it's down Ball scratchings it's, it's, please yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheek I've, 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 I've been in, I've been in three times I still haven't touched the ball it oh, did come yeah. out very close to me and I, and I as I turned to to, to get hold of it, some bloke just hoofed it along the floor, and I'm, I, I missed the opportunity. But 
It's uh, yeah, the, the Uffords have got the ball and they're, they're desperately trying to get it in the fish pond. Um, but the downers keep surging back across the car park, which is is uh, it's, it's, it's a very good push from downers this year. They've really they haven't let the uh, Uffords uh, control it as much as they normally do. And especially, I think the new plinth being further up the car park has helped the downers this year. So, um, I'm Hello, it's coming this way. Oh, um, you still got your pint in your hand? Be careful! Don't get no, no. Okay. I left it. I left it in the bar. Oh, on the okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Has it got near the <laughs> water? It gets near the water sometimes, doesn't it? It, it goes like near the stream water. or they river or something. Oh yeah, yeah, they're very keen to get it in the fish pond. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uppers love that. Hello, it's I'm amazing. right in the middle now. Look at I'm that. right in the hug. I'm right in the hug right now. Right in the hug now. Right in the hug. And it's very sweaty. Very sweaty. Oh. 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 oh, it was behind me the whole no, time. Behind <laughs> you. It's <laughs> Well, there was a false, I was in a false hug. Oh. I was in a... Oh. Is that what goes we've on? There. Yeah, we've all been Ow. in a false hug. That's oh. one way of putting it. We've been in a false Ow. hug for years. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Andy, finally, um, if you're a betting man, what do you think the final score is going to be? I think um, I, I reckon one nil to Uppards. Unfortunately, oh. they've, they've got they've got the push on again. They're they're desperate to get it back. In, well, at least into the river. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll post pictures of uh, any goal scorers tonight. Fantastic. Although I have I have got a meal booked at Callow Hall for seven forty five. Okay, so. well you can't stick around. I, you know I, we can't expect too much. Um, <laughs> at Andy CSP at Andy CSP. If you want to follow him on Twitter or Shrove Time yeah. Live, they've got oh, live footage. Yeah, oh hello. It's a great hello. commentary style, isn't it? <laughs> Be good in the football. Oh, something's if, happening. If Jim Proudfoot or Dance or anywhere just suddenly the ball goes out the other end, they go oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I turned round to walk back to the to the bar, and suddenly the ball flew past my ear. Well, let's hope your pint's still there when you get back. Cheers, Andy. We'll yeah. catch up with you soon. Cheers, Thanks boys. a lot. All the best. Thanks. There we are. There's Andy Smart, who's been reporting live live sport for you this afternoon. The uppers and downers in Ashbourne, where it's all a bit fetid and yeah. acrid in the in the hug, force or otherwise. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. The lock has been broke. Can you believe it? It's open. O three o six. That's right. That's what it was. In case you were wondering, we'll so lock it we... back up again in a couple of weeks' yeah, time. Yeah, we'll come back in a second. Go again. Series. People, you know, when people, one who wants to be a millionaire, it wasn't the end of it, no, was it? Exactly. And it's now, just the start. Now of we've the got journey. one. Now we've got well, one series means. under our belt. Yeah, we just it was just we the end of a difficult first series. <laughs> we'll try and get with respect to people who've played it, maybe. A lower class of celebrity. Exactly. We're never going to get a bigger star than Super. We've got to start so. scraping that barrel. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.